The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Huh. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In The Raw. Hey, Rendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, Hey, man, give us a review, a rating, or a All comment. All those things. It really helps boost the exposure of going you in Gosh raw. darn right it does. Absolutely. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button because, la- never mind, last night we went live for the takeover, and if you hadn't hit the notify bell and you clicked on all, it. you probably wouldn't have known about it. You'd be sitting there by yourself. All by your lonesome. Watch a takeover. Are you lonesome tonight? tonight? And you're not watching takeover Portlandia. With Steven Larson, well, there's a reason for that. You didn't hit the notify you didn't bell. You hit that notify bell. Yeah, this was going up Monday morning. Uh, we didn't watch SmackDown Live. And after watching it Saturday night, wow, we made the right choice. Because I, yeah. if my wife had known I had spent my time watching that abysmal piece of wrestling television, it would have been grounds for divorce. She would have said, damn it, Larson, you idiot. Yeah. You idiot. I, you how, wasted how two hours of your day. Known? After 10, watching this garbage, 10 years of marriage now for you guys, almost. About, yeah, I married a complete and total dullard. Not just 10 years, of, nearly 10 years of marriage, 17 years together. Almost. Yeah, man, what a waste of an investment of her time. Yeah, she was like, I've had it with you. Lucky for you, you didn't watch SmackDown. You chose to spend Valentine's Day doing what? Watching Marriage Story. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a better booker, the guy who wrote Marriage Story or Bruce Pritchard? Uh, Noah Baumbach, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Squid and the Whale is a fun movie. Okay, I never saw that one. Oh, it's got Jeff Daniels in it. I don't know. Oh, he's my favorite. Yeah, you should watch it for He him. should be the exalted one yeah. in AEW. Yeah, I like Squid and the Whale. Um, all right, let's talk about SmackDown. If we must. Uh, later on today, well, there's like been a bunch of like little news stories that, that have been breaking over the weekend. Yeah. We're going to talk about all that stuff. Yeah. My favorite one, though, Sasha Banks apparently is going to be in The Mandalorian cool. season two. That's awesome. But we'll talk about that on News Brief. Yeah, that's News Brief. That's later today. Later on today. We, we get, this is the obligation. We can get this out of the way. Yeah, but it's also kind of fun sometimes to channel our inner, why I say before, our channel, our inner JD. You know, he's the guy who takes the WWE to task. And sometimes this, it's fun to hop I, on that I particular. I really felt like this is the worst SmackDown since Move with the Fox. Wow. I really. I thought there was one redeeming quality to what it. What was that? The match between Bailey and Carmella. Yeah, that was, the best, that was the best match of the night of the three matches on the card. Yeah. Uh, and then like the finish of that seemed like a little wonk. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was because of the yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan was on this episode of SmackDown. Uh, I mean, like the NW, like a lot, like the NWO theme Firefly Funhouse was fun. This seemed a little undercooked. So did the Otis thing. No, that's a, okay. So here's the thing. Everything about SmackDown was totally undercooked. Was undercooked. Everything. Send it back to the kitchen, man. Yes. This is too. It's too. You're rare. trying to feed me raw chicken. This could kill me. This is. You're trying to give me E. Coli, man. Yeah. 
I don't want salmonella. No, send it back to the kitchen. Do it right. I feel like Gordon Ramsay right here at Hell's Kitchen. When I saw, so I watched uh, SmackDown Friday night, but it wasn't the live version because screw that stupid Fox Now app. Um, I watched it on the cable TV. Uh, but I saw a lot of the Twitter response to the Otis thing. And I was like, oh man, they're really gonna like do this switcheroo with Dolph Ziggler. And it's, it's gonna, gonna be just heart really, wrenching. it's I gonna know. be heart wrenching. Undercooked. They barely, it was like just a sort of a half a fart. And honestly, at this point, like observing Otis's behavior, no girl likes a pushover. And that's just what he's being. Like if you had a date set up and you go to the restaurant and she's sitting across the table from somebody else, you at least go up and have a conversation about what the heck's going on. Hey, what's going on here? Dolph, what why are you doing he here? Why, yeah. why is he here? Yeah. You notice don't leave. Yeah. That's twice this happened to Otis now. The first time I was like, dude, he's got to speak up for himself. Like, it's funny because you can draw a lot of parallels between the booking on SmackDown, the writing on SmackDown. Look, man, I'm not a freaking, I'm not a wrestling booker. I've never been one. But, like, I, I know what decent storytelling is. Yeah, same. I know it, like. And we're not getting a whole lot of that these days on SmackDown. No, we're not. And why would I, they Why would they have Rain, uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, who aren't even a team, pick up a win against an actual team. That's vying for the tag titles in two weeks. When you have Baron Corbin right there who can easily justify Miz and Morrison. If you look on the other side of things, you look over on Raw, okay, I understand, well, maybe Bruce Pritchard thinks we don't want to have our top baby faces, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, eat a loss. They do that on Raw. You had Kevin Owens pick up a really Daniel quality loss against one of the authors of Pain, and it still made Kevin Owens look good. Daniel Bryan doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. He'll he'll take a he'll take a pin to a, a bag of garbage. He doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, if he it will enhances take an L, the story. Exactly. He doesn't give a shit. If it That's enhances the, the story. Why the heck did Baron Corbin buy a ticket and was sitting in an office chair ringside? Oh, I mean, well, wow. It's, it's a, I didn't a, know that was a ticket that was available to the general public. It's not. Can he I get sitting that? At a, he Hold was, on, I'm going to get on Ticketmaster. He was sitting, uh, so he wasn't actually sitting in one of the rows. They put that office chair there in the corner of the barricade where no one actually sits during a show. Yeah. It wasn't a real seat. I know he didn't buy a ticket. Yeah. Then he interferes, and his sedan is waiting for him at the top of the stage. Make it makes sense. zero sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. If he's barred from the arena, if he's been fined, like, okay, if you want to you know, push credibility by saying he bought a ticket and sitting in front row. At least actually have him occupy a seat. Have him occupy a seat, and he can still get involved from across the barrier to the extent that Roman might, or Daniel Bryan could pick up, a, could eat a pin. And like, that stuff is totally possible. Really, once he hops the barricade, have security come out and try to hold them back. Really, for once, I'd like to see someone do that. I don't care if you're a wrestler. If you hop that barricade, uh, security should get you. Yeah, totally. Period. I agree with that. Stop insulting my intelligence. The whole end of that insulted my intelligence. Yeah. And it really upset me. Yeah. Really upset me. It was bad. Do you see that security guard literally break yeah. his neck? Holy crap. Yeah, that was, that was quite a leap or got chucked out of the ring pretty hard. Well, I'm talking about the guy who he landed on. Oh, no, I didn't there, see that. Yeah, they're like the gif of that is ugly. He like lands on the guy and the guy's neck. Like, like he like, oh, man, it looked Ouch. That's not bad writing. <laughs> but the segment that preceded it was. All that stuff between Sammy and Elias was awful. Oh my God, it was unwatchable. It was so bad. It was unwatchable. It just went on forever. And then, it's funny because I feel like we're just running down these segments one by one instead of just going through the episode chronologically, but I don't care. And then, what is it, like a 12-minute episode? And then, Seamus is a bad guy, right? Yeah. In no situation, and I understand the idea of 
a bad guy that you want to show as dominant taking on two guys to show how dominant the one guy is. Yeah. But when those two guys are Shorty G and Apollo Crews, two guys who have won their fair share of matches, who are really super skilled athletes, yeah, man. this is borderline public humiliation burial. They not, they can't take on Sheamus as a crew, and they got the jump on him at the beginning. Before the bell even rang, they jumped him. Like, are, wait, are they the bad guys now? Is this, like, their desperation that they have to, like, basically cheat? And then they still take the L. And then they still lose? Why would I ever want to see Gable again after that humiliation? There's nothing believable about that guy now that Sheamus is dispatched with him at the same time as Apollo Crews, and they got the jump on him in the in the beginning. The whole show. Well, the, the Bailey Carlamella match was good. That stuff. The Bailey stuff in general is good. That was that was the. And one. then Naomi was good. Yeah, the, the everything with the women's division was pretty solid. In this that episode. was actually pretty good. Uh, but everything else was just bad, 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 and worse. It was just bad. Yeah, I don't get it, man. I don't know what they're doing over there on SmackDown in terms of like the writers' room, but it's a whole lot of crap. Yeah. Like it's it's like it's just continually crap too. Yeah. It's not getting any better. No. Like I said, um, I feel like this was And then they're here's the worst. The thing. Like, they're I, gonna, like by the end of the episode it's like, God, is this over yet? And there were so many damn commercial breaks the last half hour. On one hand, yeah, no. On one hand, I feel like they're gonna sort of be able to mask how bad it is. Maybe with Cena. But the ratings went down again this week and they had Hogan on there. Well, Goldberg's gonna be back next week. Apparently he popped ratings when he was online. Goldberg will be back. And then Cena's back. In consecutive weeks, yeah. In consecutive weeks. But if this reports of Cena, uh, Mania program just being against Elias, if that's true, yeah, people aren't really going to tune in for that. I'm not into that, man. There's like a million other people. Daniel Bryan versus Cena. Yeah. That could be a five-star affair. Uh, Cena versus Roman Reigns. Another passing of the torch potentially on the Mania stage. Cena, uh, Wyatt. Cena, Wyatt. There's history there. Two really good storytellers. Even seen a Goldberg, a, lot of a potential dream there. match, a lot of potential there. But they're going with Cena Elias. Well, that's what Meltzer said. I know historically speaking. I'm not, Ryan's look. wait, no, never mind. It was no, just Meltzer. Mind. Never mind. It was just Meltzer. Um, I know, like one year, like two years ago, he got the whole card advanced. Yeah, but lately his track record hasn't been that great. Man, I don't know. This is spreading like wildfire. Let's hope it's not that because we just listed off what five better alternatives. Basically, any alternative is better than that. Anybody. Yeah. Take like Cena versus I take Cena versus Sheamus, man, over Cena versus Elias. Elias is dead in the water to me. They have completely annihilated. Well, the thing is, too, if they're going to do Cena Elias, odds are, I mean, Cena's not the one to turn heel in that situation. It's going to be Elias. Elias has got to turn heel. What are they going to do? A face versus facing with Elias? No, it's not going to work. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I get like now they they're they're having Elias pal around with Braun. I guess maybe to help. Elevate his star power, but they're feuding with like this faction of chumps. Yeah, like I don't, I can't take Zane seriously. No, I can't take yeah. Cesaro seriously. Nothing to do with Sammy playing a ukulele. Everything them would being booked like they're absolutely hapless. Yeah. Um, and thankfully Nakamura was spared from being involved in any of that. Oh yeah. Um, but like that faction, I just can't take seriously because they're no, they're, they're they're booked as 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 a bunch of bumblers. Oh, it's terrible. And like the level of talent between the three of them is immense. Is immense. And yet somehow they have found a way to completely book them right into the ground. Nobody gives a shit. 
Nobody gives a shit. It's awful. It's like literally just a waste of time. It is. It's That's a how I waste felt of time. It. And if I had been, if, if if I had to work Valentine's Day, like I said, man, my wife been right to just serve me with papers right there. Pretty much. Actually, man. I found out watching Wedding Story that if you're divorcing somebody, you can't serve the papers yourself. Did I know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, I guess that kind of makes sense. So I've never seen anybody. Like in just in fiction, I guess I've never seen anybody serve papers to the other person. Yeah, you person. can't do it. Yeah, okay. You have someone else do it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes in some states, it's a real hassle to get divorced. You know, it used to be the only place you can get divorced was in Reno. People would think like they'd go on a pilgrimage to Reno just to get divorced. Isn't that weird? That was like in like the '30s or something yeah. weird like that. Yeah. Anyways, kicked off with a moment of bliss. Uh, Nikki Cross. Uh, and Alexa wanted to talk about celebrity crushes. Yeah. And Nikki uh, apparently pegged Alexa's celebrity crush as Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad yeah. Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt. I didn't, I didn't know what she said at first. Right, Brad Pitt. I thought they were going to make reference to the dude that Alexa's dating because he's like a singer of some sort. Oh, I had no idea. I don't know what his name is. Yeah. Though. I've, I'd never heard of him before that. Yeah, I didn't know she was dating somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, Alexa asked Nikki, who's yours, and, and the celebrity crush, and she just says, don't be naughty. Don't be naughty. And then Alexa says, here comes Carmella. Mella comes out and says she's going to shock everyone. Shock. When she becomes SmackDown uh, Women's Champion again, remind everybody why she is money. Yeah, man. Um, Alexa's asked about her relationship, Mella's relationship with Bailey. Uh, Carmella says her and Bailey used to be best of friends, and they had photographic evidence to they show that they, little slideshow. in fact, did hang out. I remember Baymella. Yeah. Uh, and that was until Sasha came back and drove a wedge between them. Boo. And now, you know, Bailey is just like sulky, emo. Now she's going to drive a wedge between Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, Bailey interrupts, uh, says, Carmella, you're so nauseating. Uh, and I just pitied you at NXT. Uh, yeah, like we were kind of friends, but really I just trying to be, I saw someone new, wanted to be your role model, show you the ropes. And says, now you're just a loser. Bailey says, I'm most dominant uh, SmackDown champ ever. Says, no one can touch her. Not Mella, not Alexa Bliss beat you already, and not Nikki Cross. They beat two of you in one match. Yeah. And Mella's like, shut up. Let's fight now. Yeah. Let's not wait till have a match later. Let's have a match now. I thought Bailey was really good this week. I thought that even like her backstage stuff, she seems to be having a bit more fun with it, and she's finding the voice. Of what yeah. she's supposed to be. The role model that she's been able to like use the role model thing as an anchor. Kind of, yeah. I feel. I feel like she went overboard with the sulky stuff for a while. Whereas yeah, I know. Yeah. There's a way to have fun with the sulky stuff. Yeah. And she wasn't doing it. Yeah. Like when she went backstage and she like slammed her title down on the thing. Yeah. But you could tell she was like, I can't, I shouldn't slam this too hard. Too hard. I'm not, I'm not Tetsuya Naito. Right, exactly. I'm about to go pay for a meal with this belt. Yeah, man. Uh, after that, we had, well, yeah, they walked down to the ring and they had the match. Yeah, they go to commercial, come back. Uh, I think Bailey had the upper hand during commercial break. I drank all my thing. Um, it was a really good match. Though. It was really good. Like I said, the the finish was a little not as tight as I'm sure they want it to be. Was it? Were you? Are you talking about when Bailey was kicking her feet up to get to the ropes? Uh, what preceded it? They had to like uh, do a little dance to get into position for the roll up where they want. It to okay, be. yeah, sure. And I felt like they probably want it to be seamless, and it wasn't yeah. as seamless as it was. It's funny they don't. Sp- it's because after this match, everybody's saying, "Oh my god, it's such a great Carmella match." She's been putting on good matches for a while now, know, for like man. a year now. I know she's had really good matches against Charlotte. That triple threat match, Summer Slam, was really good, which kicked off. Becky, the mm-hmm. man, yeah. was really good. Yeah, yeah. Carmella's been having great matches for a while. She's been having really good matches. She just hasn't had like a few to like sink into because she was like our truth's like you know uh, sidekick for like the longest time. 
Yeah. But like, I, it's obvious she'd been putting in the work. Yeah. yeah. She's great on the mic. She's always been great on the mic. Yeah, she's always she's always been really good on the mic and, for like and, years now. Yeah, and she's she's really developed into a really good wrestler. Yeah, they have a, they have they have a lot of quality wrestlers, man. They, they do. really do. They do. They do. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Carmella gains the advantage, hits a bunch of moves, uh, 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 but eventually runs into a Bailey to belly. She uh, kicked out of that. Why is it like it's kind of a big deal? Yeah, I know, but it's not her finish anymore. So I knew she's going to kick out. She has a rose plant thing. Okay, now. yeah, I know. But when's the last time somebody kicked out of? I mean, it might have been last week. I don't know. Has somebody kicked out of it's one? Happened the last month. Has it? I feel like it has. Wow, man, I don't remember because she doesn't win matches with Bailey Bill anymore. No, I know, but she also doesn't really. Well, maybe she does do them. I don't know. I just thought it was pretty shocking that she kicked out of one like so cleanly. Because Bailey uh, didn't Lacey Evans run into a Bailey to belly and got pinned. Maybe I'm wrong about that. No, she might have kicked out. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everybody kicks out of the Bailey Bill, and that's when it happened and she kicked out. I was like, all right, it's not surprising. All right. Well, I was, Anyways, I was surprised. Uh, Bailey goes for running knee, misses that. Uh, Mella tosses her out of the ring. Uh, Bailey drapes her neck with a top rope. Tries to go up top. Mella knocks her over, hits super kick, falls with a Frankenstein, gets a two. Uh, it's a great sequence where they're doing a bunch of roll-ups on each other. Mella hits a super kick. Bailey rolls out of the ring. And then uh, Mella comes out. Bailey tosses her in the ring post. Back in the ring, goes for the rose plant, misses. Mella goes for a super kick, misses, but then locks in the code silence. Mm-hmm. And Bailey escapes. She did it kind of interesting way I haven't seen before. So Mella kind of supports herself, her one side with her arm, and Bailey pushed that arm out from under. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah. Smart. Uh, in the end, though, uh, Bailey uh, pins uh, Carmella, gets her feet up on the ropes, gets the win. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the bell rings, Bailey's right on Carmella, uh, attacks her, hits rose plant on her. Naomi comes in, uh, she gets in Bailey's face, and then Carmella comes from behind Bailey and pushes Bailey uh, uh, into Naomi. Mm-hmm. And so Naomi and Carmella lay out Bailey. But they, then, have, they have a fist bump moment. Yeah, I kind of feel like it, it, it would have been, it would have been uh, understandable for this to get a little testy. <coughs> because she did the push into yeah. the person. And granted, it was accidental. You could have been like, hey, watch what you're doing. Yeah. Well, they're both good guys. It, will, it did lead to a match for next week, though. Yeah, a number of contenders match. Because later on, let's get to it now. Uh, Bailey had an interview. Set up our streaming PC. After we learned that Baron had been uh, fined and suspended for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey has an interview where she threw the title down. And uh, she, she was asked uh, about the controversy of the match earlier. If she give Mel a rematch. And Bailey's like, there's no controversy. I won. I'm the best. The next time I'll defend my title will be at Super Showdown. So that's news. Yeah. Uh, and she doesn't care who she faces. I'll face whomever, she says. Was there also an announcement about Becky fighting it? Are there going to be two women's matches? I haven't heard anything about Becky at Super Show. I just heard this one. Bailey's going to defend her title there. All right. Uh, So, yeah, she doesn't care who who she's going to face, but whoever she faces, they will be fully clothed from head to toe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She didn't say that. It'd be great if she did, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Afterwards, uh, Otis is backstage. Uh, He's prepping for his date. He's got Tucky with him. uh, He gets texts, I guess, from Mandy. He texts her back uh, saying that she's running late, so he tells Tucky. Um, he also says all the emojis he puts at the at the, at the conclusion of his response. Yeah, uh, he says uh, she's running late, and I'm it gives me more time to get nervous. Mm-hmm. And he says, "I wonder if if Mandy could actually be into a guy like me." Mm-hmm. And Tucky gives him a bit of a pep talk. Yeah, and uh, you're a great person on the inside. Anybody'd be lucky to have you. And he's like, "Oh yeah." See, I love Otis. I think he's hilarious, but it's it, it is totally unbelievable. Like for for Mandy to be like, "Hey, he's a swell guy," you know, I'll take him out. And have a nice dinner with them, you know, but clearly nothing 
realistically would happen between these two. Just doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> like he, the way he talks, it's like, how do you have a conversation with a person like that? You can't. Could you imagine if we try to have a podcast and I'm sitting there, Dah! Like, ask me what I thought of this match. What did you think of this match? How would you? How how do you? How do you possibly have a conversation like that? I don't know. Maybe he calms down a bit after he gets talking for a spell. I don't know, man. We've only seen it in short. I feel like bursts. he only gets worse. We've only seen him in short. Seen it in short. You know, bursts. Yeah. Maybe spurts. He, he uh, stops thrusting his pelvis. And, <laughs> you know, once he relaxes a little bit. It's, 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 it's he's nervous. He's got a lot of anxiety. I don't know if I'd be able to eat with that guy. Like he's all sweaty and he's with his hands exclusively. It seems like, <laughs> all right. I don't know. He's a little off putting. He's hilarious. I love him. And I yeah. love the story. Yeah. I think it's great, but he's off putting. Uh, next we had the Seamus versus Gable and Cruz match. It wasn't much of a match. So they attack him before the bell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, but in, in the end, he just bro kicks crap at everybody. He yeah. He bro kicks. kicks Gable off the apron. Yeah. After giving them just like a little shred of hope that they could do anything in this match. Yeah. He broke kicks. Yeah. Gable off the apron and then <clears throat> hit one on Cruz for the win. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah, man. They need to go to, like, I don't know, Ring of Honor or something. Go to All Elite, All Elite Wrestling. And Chad Gable and All Elite Wrestling, man. Incredible matches. He, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the incredible matches. Yeah, I'd like there. to see him in the G1. Him and Gable in the G1. I'd be down for that. I just feel like, I don't know. I know Gable can have a personality. I think Cruz can, too. Because mm-hmm. we've seen it a little bit. That yeah. pose off with my Lashley thing is was AD, my, my only thing about AEW is that they are getting kind of crowded over there. 
They're getting a little crowded. And especially if you consider uh, the possibility of Lance Archer. Brody Lee. Brody Lee and maybe Brian Cage coming on Yeah, within the next couple months. A lot of people there. That is. That is a lot of people. Yeah. I understand. Maybe I Matt Hardy, the, too. Here's the thing. I, they're the, they're the, I want to see the good wrestlers in the place where they have, like, the best wrestling. All they get, all they care about is the wrestling. Yeah, it's New, Japan, New Japan. Japan Pro. You have like a whole sea of people, but you just toss them to the G one. We're like, yeah, forty people in a tournament, mm-hmm. and they all wrestling every night. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's where I want to see. Them. Yeah. Uh, next, Carmella interview. Uh, she's upset about the finish of that match, and she's like, you know, I earned everything I've gotten around here. Uh, I'm not asking for a handout. I'm asking, no, I'm demanding a rematch. Uh, against Bailey because she cheated. This is a good little. This is some fire interview right here. Carmella's a good interview, man. She's, she's really a good, good interview. talker. She's a really she's good talker. She's a good talker. Years now. Years now she's yeah. been a good talker. Yeah. Uh, after that, quick shot, Mandy, she's at the restaurant, which is just an area backstage. You think so? I don't know. They yes. dolled this up pretty nice, man. They did that for the Lashley Lana dinner thing. They just that, have like a restaurant set up, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They're just ready to go. Yeah, it's all in the arena. Uh, she sits down, and then we see a quick shot of, of Hogan setting up for his interview from his uh, his beach shop. How cool would it have been if Hogan showed up for that dinner? That would have been something. That would have been something else. Hey, Mandy. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. What you going to do when Hogan rolls up to dinner on you? Have you seen my sex tape? Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I can do, brother? Sit there awkwardly. Oh, <laughs> That's sort of what he did, man. And this next oh, bit I can't was, believe this is happening. This next, <laughs> Didn't he say that? Probably. Can't believe this is happening. This next yeah, bit, it was with your buddy's wife, dude. <laughs> that whole thing is messed up and weird. Uh, oh. This bit, next bit was interesting because uh, Corey Graves says, uh, in case you've uh, forgotten what Goldberg's all about, here you go. Here's a video package. Yeah. Okay, man. Goldberg was the man. <laughs> he had a Goldberg video package. <laughs> um, and then Hogan. Uh, he had an interview for some reason. He was asked uh, 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 if Goldberg stood a chance against the Fiend. Uh, he says, uh, tells uh, Goldberg, try to survive the power of the Fiend. What are you going to do, brother? I've been there, brother. I've been in the locker room, brother. I, I hear the, the screams under the doors, I've brother. I felt the evil coming out from underneath the door, brother. <laughs> Something like that. And then you, he's interrupted by an NWO-themed Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> this is pretty good. Which at first was pretty funny. Uh, so Bray rips off his sweater. He's got a shirt that says, uh, not cool to eat your friends with Mercy the Buzzard on it. <laughs> he's got rambling rabbit in his mouth. good. That was funny. Uh, says he's been following Hogan's advice, taking his vitamins, drinking his milk, saying his prayers. Mm-hmm. And uh, look what has gotten me, this belt. Yeah. For life. For life. Uh, Huskus the pig shows up uh, after Bray is talking about how he and Hogan are, you know, in, in, in a sense... Uh, Comparable because they're jacked. Yeah, man. They're healthy. Mm-hmm. Huskus shows up. Not you, Huskus. Gives him a piece of chocolate. Yeah. He's all, mm. And he goes, Huskus, I hope that chocolate's not too, too sweet. sweet. And like Hogan's supposed to be upset about it. He just goes, all right, I'm done with this interview. Yeah. Good luck against Goldberg. Mm-hmm. I don't need luck. I've got a fiend. And if Hogan's not careful, I've, I've got, got room for one yeah. more. He pulls out a picture of Hogan. And that's when Hogan does the eye roll and leaves. Let me ask you something, man. I kind of feel like... The whole idea of Goldberg winning at Super Showdown is like not possible. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen. I think either. like there, they, there's no evidence that that this that that Bray that they've lost confidence in Bray as a champion. Oh, I see no evidence like, that either. He's out there talking crap to Hogan. I mean, mocking Hogan. Yeah. Man, they're not. He's not going to drop that Probably title. Not. I mean, I, I did. I did. I, if he were, I wouldn't necessarily think of it as an indictment of Bray, per se. 
it would just be a situation where, where you know, Vince sees a match yeah, and sees dollar signs, the, you to know. The Kevin Owens Universal title. Yeah, thing. yeah. I know. And I think, just, oh, wow, Goldberg versus Roman. That's, that's, that's money. Yeah. You know? Yeah, hopefully he's learned his lesson. Because, like, even if they do Goldberg versus Roman, like, that definitely doesn't need the title. No. But then Roman's probably going to win an elimination chamber and, and be the number one contender. Yeah. That makes all sense so, to Because, like, yeah, there's not even anybody else in the chamber that, like, makes any sense. There's nobody else on SmackDown that, like, makes any sense. No, it's just, it's just Roman. Or yeah. Cena. They wouldn't have Cena do it. It makes sense. But yeah, it's just yeah, pretty yeah. much Roman. Yeah. Time, as far as full-time members. Uh, sure. You get a quick shot of Heavy Machinery backstage. I guess Tucky's probably uh, uh, hyping up Otis for his date. He's like, hey, Otis, <sighs> do you have a condom on you? And because you got to have safe sex these days. Here you go. Oh, and then he starts putting it on right there. <laughs> Tucky! Uh, so next we had Cesaro and Sami Zayn in the ring. God, this was so long. Sami had a ukulele. Cesaro had a, uh, there's a bug flying around. Yeah, it's a damn fruit uh, Cowbell. And like it started out with an interesting premise. You know Elias had come out, <laughs> come out, but Sami's like, hey, we're here. We're doing a, a, a protest concert in the spirit of Woody Guthrie, Billy Bragg. Uh, there's another name too. I don't know. I don't know, but it was kind of. I was like, oh, okay, this is could be clever, maybe. But then they're like, oh, it's obvious that they're not musical in the least. No, and they're trying to have that be a joke, but it's not funny. None of it was funny, man. So uh, Elias, sorry, they're about to do their song. Uh, Sammy's trying to find the key. Uh, they're about to start. Elias comes down. It's the Sammy. You're trying to make your name off, Elias. You'll find out. WB stands for Walk with Elias. Uh, Sammy says, who the hell do you think you are for interrupting the, interrupting me? And Elias says, well, I'm staging a counter-protest right now. Uh, Sammy responds, well, normally I'd have these two security guys here uh, beat the heck out of you. But, you know, hey, hats off to you. All about free speech. Uh, open dialogue. Come on down to the ring. Uh, he, uh, Elias gets in. Sammy and Cesaro about to get started. Crowd starts chanting, walk with Elias. Sammy and Cesaro stop. Sammy insults the crowd about uh, somebody's... Uh, jerseys are retired mm-hmm. for the uh, Vancouver Canucks NHL team time for another take Sammy tells Cesaro I want more less cowbell yeah and so the crowd's chanting more cowbell, more cowbell. so Cesaro chucks the cowbell yeah um, Sammy tries again another walk with Elias chant uh, Sammy does the thing where you go oh if you guys don't shut up I'm gonna stop uh, the concerts of course mm. they're gonna make more noise um, he talks trash about some more Canucks uh, Cesaro and Sammy attack Elias. Braun's out to make the save. Uh, Braun corners Sammy. Then a security guard hits Braun. He chases him into the ring. Elias drops him with the clothesline. Uh, and then he and Braun toss him out of the ring onto another dude. Yeah, man. That guy ate it bad, too. All for that crap segment, man. It was a horrible, to... horrible segment. It was really bad. After that, Naomi had an interview. She's tired of Bailey. What happened to Carmella was unfair because the feet were on the ropes. But she wants a title shot because Bailey's never beaten her. And she wants to be the next SmackDown uh, Women's Champ. Yep. And so it was announced to Carmella versus Naomi next week. Winner faces Bailey at Super Showdown. You got that right. Also, Goldberg is going to be there. Live. 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 Okay. So, I mean, I well, guess. live probably mean, like that could mean from his garage. Yeah. His uh, Ty Lopez garage. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe he'll be in. Gosh, they said we're. Oh, Phoenix. It's in oh, yeah, Phoenix. NWO merch behind Hogan looks so great. Man, that was a really great logo. Like to this day, you look at a wrestling crowd, you can always pick out the NWO logo. It's always just there. Like you can yeah. see, you can look at everybody else and see what they're wearing, obviously. But the NWO one always just. 
just stands out. Mm-hmm. Iconic, man. It is. It is. NWO is for life, man. It started out for it's life. Crazy how quick, how like they ran into the ground. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It started out pretty cool, but then that'd be a good ten for the win. Ten ways they buried the NWO. Ten biggest NWO misfires because there were a ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, next, uh, Mandy Otis recap, and then we have uh, Otis show up at the restaurant with some flowers. Uh, we cut to Mandy inside the the restaurant, past the. Uh, where you get seated and stuff. Uh, Dolph steps up behind her, puts his hand on his shoulder, and just goes, hey, Mandy. Cut back to Otis as he's walking into the restaurant proper. Mm-hmm. He sees Dolph sitting there with Mandy. Yeah. Uh, slowly lowers the flowers, drops them. That's it. Yeah, I thought for sure that it was going to be like, Otis get, goes over. It'd be like a Biff Tannen situation. Otis goes over there. Hey, Mandy. He's got a half erection. Dolph Ziggler walks up. He big dogs Otis. Erection goes down. And especially, in, and he gets he does that before Mandy gets a chance to say anything about what's going on. Because what yeah. probably is going to happen is he's going to find out that he walked in right as Dolph uh, uh, let you know sat himself down, mm-hmm. despite the fact that Mandy didn't want him to. Right, exactly. And she thought maybe that Otis stood her up. Maybe she was torn about that. Any number of things. And like they could have, they could have done this so that it was like truly, really heartbreaking. But it, it just seems so like underwritten. Yeah, like it totally was. Sometimes you need to add details. I just, I get the feeling. And the, again, I'm not there. I don't know. I don't know. This is being written. I feel like it's being written by somebody who has such an old school sensibility about pro wrestling that it's not up to the. T- it's not like it's not current. It's not like what we expect from well, writing. It's Bruce Pritchard who's writing it. I know, you know, I mean, yeah. and that's it. He's a really good storyteller on his podcast, but it's like, he hasn't really learned any lessons of like real life stories to adapt it to like wrestling where you need some minutia. Yeah. You need some detail. Yeah. You need some layers. Yeah. Not everything is that. So, and that's what when honestly, like I can hear it in my mind. I can hear Conrad saying, okay, why did you do this? Pritchard's answers are always so basic. Well, we thought he was the hot hand. So we rolled, we went with him. Well, we needed to get heat on this guy. So we did this. And it's always the most, ba- there's never any minutia there. There's no. never any layers. No. And it's just, that's where his writing seems to exist. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I the, know. But you look over on Raw and it's like, man, they, Heyman's actually, now that he's found a groove, mm-hmm. there's like a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. That's why it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Raw's been really good lately. <laughs> Been way better than SmackDown, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, next, main event, Miz and Morrison taking on Roman Reigns and mystery partner. Um, so Miz and Morrison come out first, drop a promo. What's been up with the Miz lately, last couple weeks? He's been off a bit on his uh, mic game. He says whether got you a lot going on, man. says whether you beer me. Yeah, that was yeah, that's right. That was he's weird. trying to say boo me yeah. or cheer me. <laughs> like, beer me. Here you go. Morrison's um, throwing him off his game. I don't know. Maybe. Man. But there was this great bit where Miz says... Uh, what if Morrison, like, in his time away, he, like, turned to Scientology? And so now he's... Because he's in Hollywood, you know? Yeah. And he's just, like, trying to sell Miz Not on Scientology. Not is a Scientologist, Steve. A good 70% of the people are, my friend. I lived there for 11 years. Yeah. I don't think I met a single Scientologist. Really? Then I wasn't walking by the, the Scientology place in Hollywood Boulevard. I think you probably did. You just didn't know. Because they're, not, they're not all like super open about it. What if Morrison, who's from L.A., so he's at least 70% Scientologist, he's just like 
on and on and on about Scientology to Miz, and that's throwing him off his. Is game. he actually giving Miz personality tests? Uh, yeah, it's several backstage, several, and he's trying to get his like a bank information from him uh -oh, too. Uh -oh. But Miz is like, dude, I'm not in yet. I've been very polite with you. I know. Here, sign the C Corp contract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like a billion years. Can I try it for like a month? No, no, billion. No, years. either a year in or you're out. <laughs> there's no middle ground. That's <laughs> what it is, man. Uh, this, there's a, a pretty funny bit where Miz says, "You know, hey, I've been here 15 years. I'm here every day." Uh huh. Uh, and Morrison says, "Yeah, I've been here for a month, and I've been here all the time." Yeah, it's pretty funny. That was actually that pretty, was a good line. His delivery was good too. Yeah. Anyways, Miz says the best tag team of the 21st century. Reigns comes out before we find out who Roman's partner is. We get a gosh darn Baron Roman Reigns recap. Yeah, right. What I know. The? He's. Barred from rings. He barred, he's barred from the arena. Why the F do we need that? <coughs> Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kirstie um, Alley. Laura so, Prepon. Oh, my God. The entire cast of that 70s show. That's crazy. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Then Baron walks out into the crowd. He bought a ticket. But then he sits in an office chair that's not actually in one of the rows. Mm -hmm, yeah. It was awful. So, we go to a commercial. Come back. There's a lot of commercial breaks during this match. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Um, kind of the pace of this match felt a little off. I don't know. Like the build of it. Like Daniel Bryan was in control a lot. Mm -hmm. He's working over Morrison a lot. I don't know. I feel like there's a whole lot of uh, ebb and flow till the end. There is also like towards the <laughs> end, like Roman, there were like at least two moves. Roman Superman punch towards the finish. It was like a foot away from his face. It was really far away. And there was like another thing. There was that, that one was... time where he's going for a clothesline on Miz and Miz is on the wrong side of him. So it ended up being more like a shoulder tackle. Yeah. Yeah, they were off their game. I'm telling you, man, it's all that Morrison and Scientology. Maybe he's got he's got the beer cans back there. I have no idea, touch. by the way. I'm just I'm so joking. Scientology is like a great joke about. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I, mean, I think it might be great, dude. His the his, joke about unless you sign one of those billion year contracts. His finisher Starship Pain. They they all they're all about aliens and I stuff. Know, I'm aware of that. Do you ever watch the what is it Battle Battlefielder? I've seen that movie. I've never I never saw. Yeah, it. it's terrible. Yeah, I saw the Master. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I love that movie, mm -hmm. but it's not exactly an endorsement of Scientology. Oh, far from it. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite of that. Boy, uh, Joaquin was good in that movie. So yeah, was What's-His-Face. Seymour Philip Hoffman. What a loss, man. Oh, God, I know, man. So good. It was great. Uh, let's just go for the finish. Uh, so John Morrison goes up for Starship Pain uh, as he's getting on the second rope. Roma grabs him, rolls him up, picks him up for a powerbomb. Morrison escapes. Goes for a springboard kick, one he hit earlier. He hits a Superman punch. Uh, Roman sets up for a spear. Morrison hits him with a knee. Miz gets tagged in. 
Hits skull-crushing finale. Finale. Daniel Bryan breaks that up. He drop kicks Morrison off the apron. Goes for a suicide dive. Miz drops him with a huge boot, though. So Morrison and Daniel Bryan are out of the equation. Yeah. Uh, uh, Miz goes for a drop kick when, like, the corner-to-corner drop kicks that Daniel Bryan does. Roman hits him with a Superman punch, follows the spear for the win, and that was it. Yeah. It was pretty. It was a pretty, uh, you know, to the point, definitive end to about. Yeah, I know. And, and it's you like, have one of the teams involved who is actually challenging for the tag titles in a couple weeks. These guys are supposed to, yeah, they're supposed to be challenging for the tag titles. Yep. Yep. How so, disappointing. There's like not a lot of gifts of the master. No. Like it dovetails very quickly into like Cohen Brothers movie, freaking uh, another Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <coughs> Yeah. Non-master Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. movies. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So as soon as the bell rings, Corbin's in. He hits uh, Roman with his scepter. Goes the stage where his goddamn sedan is just sitting up there all set up. How is that? How does that make any sense? They didn't show him climbing either, did they? No, he just he just he just jumped up there. I guess in between yeah. shots. It'd been funny if they just sort of awkwardly show him climbing like climbing up, up there awkwardly. Yeah. But like the whole time Baron was sitting ringside, this was a look on his face. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even into it. I know. He's like, I wonder if he saw this like, Bruce, this doesn't make any sense. This doesn't... doesn't make any sense. I know. Even Baron's like, Bruce. This is ridiculous. Can you imagine? It's probably overwhelming being executive vice... Executive, executive director, director of SmackDown. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the script's good enough. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. We've got Cena coming in two weeks. He'll be fine. My job's safe. Yeah, I guess so. Cena will help me. Yeah, because it just seems like, I don't know. I give him the benefit of the doubt. It's probably not an easy job. It's probably not an easy job, but at the same time, though. Other people can do it. (laughs) You know, hey, you know what's crazy, though? Every one of those GD wrestlers who are out there saying, oh, fans can't, fans don't know anything about booking wrestling. Freaking Tony Khan. That dude is just a fan with a lot of money. And he's booking a slam bang show these days every week. See, I don't, I, I don't know a damn thing about booking wrestling, but I know I, and this isn't because I went to film school that I know storytelling. It's because I pay attention to, to how stories are put together. Sure. Yeah. And so I, I'm not necessarily critiquing it as a pro wrestling uh, show. I'm critiquing it as a, a, a medium of storytelling. As yeah. a medium of storytelling, SmackDown is, is creatively bankrupt at this moment. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Oh, you don't know anything about booking wrestling? Sure, I don't know anything about booking wrestling. I know a thing or two about storytelling. What yeah. I see before me is crap storytelling. Yeah, it is. Whether it's if this was a TV show of any other sort, I'd call it crap storytelling. If it's yeah. a movie, I'd call it crap storytelling. If it was a book, if it's a choose-your-own-adventure tale. Crap writing. It's crap writing. It's crap storytelling. Those were rad, man. Those were so cool. Oh, I know. They might have been terrible, though. I don't know. When I was a little kid, who knows? I think just the, the concept of, oh, I can flip to this page, and it's a completely different adventure. Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. You're like playing God. That's awesome. Yep. We've got a handful of questions here. We just put this cool. uh, the question thread up a little late. There at the bottom, what's better, Pizza Hut or Little Caesars? It's Pizza Hut. Oh, my God, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut for sure. Little Caesars is a pizza equivalent of, of this week's episode of SmackDown. Creatively bankrupt. Yep. Flavorfully bankrupt. Yep. Uh, Carlos Vialba, what deep, dark secrets does Baron know about Bruce Pritchard? I like this part. Where he's like putting the lambs hella close to Dan Doherty's face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he gets into a fight with him. What? Uh, what deep, dark secrets does Baron know about Bruce Pritchard? I don't think he knows anything. I think Vince is like, I like Baron, push Baron. And this is the best Bruce has. Yeah. 
I think you're exactly right. what it is. I think Bruce likes Baron. Could be. I think like, I think Bruce could see Baron's like, oh man, he's got he gets he gets real heel heat. He really doesn't though. No. He gets turned off the TV heat. Yeah, I know. And just because he gets booze, they confuse that with legit heat. Legit heat like it used to exist, I don't think really exists anymore. Yeah, I know. It I think it's a thing of the past. I know. You need a guy like MJF, you know? Or even Seth Rollins. It's like, I don't know, I want to be entertained by bad guys, you know? I know. And it's like, there's a level, like, MJF can get to the point where it's like, man, I really want to see him get his ass whooped. Like, I'm really looking forward to this Cody whooping his ass thing, although I think MJF's probably going to win. He kind of has to. Yeah. But, like, I want to see him get his ass whooped. Yeah. Because he's so weasley. But he, That's but what you want. At the same time, it's like, I appreciate that he's so good at his job. And he's entertaining. He like, entertaining. He's, and he's I know, entertaining. I know, I know. You know? Which it's, is hand in hand with being good at yeah, your job. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Baron, I know he's improved greatly since his time is in NXT, but I mean he's fine. Being he's a like, fine, yeah. he's a fine professional wrestler, but I'm not going to sit there and admire for his handiwork. Yeah, I know. People boo him because they're tired of seeing him. They're tired of him being involved to and such honestly, a degree. It's not even like people boom that much. They just sort of are ambivalent. It's like oh god, they wait him out. Yeah, it's waity, wait wait him out heat. That ain't good. Either. It's not. No. Uh, Greg Morris. Does Goldberg versus Roman even need the title? Let the Fiend face Cena based on their history. Fiend could drop it at SummerSlam. Uh, no, I, I, I agree. I'd, with I'd all be. That. I'd be all in on all that. I agree with all that. Sure. And let the Fiend get that win over Cena. Yeah. Uh, Jake Montford. Was this Bailey's best match as champion? No, I don't. I wouldn't say so. <laughs> I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know. She's been champion for a long time now. In yeah. fact, I think she's like the yeah. She holds a record. She holds for a record now. For the SmackDown Women's But I'm almost positive she's had a match that's been better than this one. This is a good match. It was really good. Like I said, the the finish seemed a little. I don't think a little is, off. I don't. I don't even think this is like Carmella's best match no. by a, by a her stretch. Her match against either. Charlotte, her one on one match against was Charlotte, really was really good. good. I know. I remember what pay per view it was on, but it was really good. Uh, Professor Dr. Bird, power rank, famous news stories, historical events for which Scott Hall should have delivered the scoop. Oh, yeah. Oh, the number one Montreal screw job. And do I have a scoop for you? We all know about screw jobs, but I highly encourage you to check this one. You heard it's it here first. The Montreal screw job. You heard, you heard it here, here first. first. Montreal, Montreal screw job. <laughs> I really feel like you should be the pitch man for any kind of. Uh, I mean, next time Pro Wrestling Tees has a huge sale, do a commercial with Scott Hall. Yeah, for sure. Scott Hall here. Do yeah. I have a scoop for you? And we all know Tees WrestleMania sales. We all know there's a lot of Pro Wrestling T-shirt sites out there. <laughs> but I highly encourage you to check out this Pro one. Wrestling Tees. You heard it here first. Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah. Just looking through all the Joaquin Phoenix uh, gifts there. I know. I know. What is this What is this from? I've never seen that movie. Oh, that's from uh, oh, some of the Cole Kidman one. Okay. I think. To Die For? Oh really? Okay. I think that's what it's, All right. it's from. I think Lacey really likes it. Yeah, that's not a bad movie. I've seen it before. It's not bad. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Be sure to that subscribe button. Let's try to get this one up to like I don't know 400 likes. This is a shitty episode of SmackDown. What are we? Yeah, doing? it's like, like a few that? days late. So whatever. Exactly. I don't want people to think that just because they're liking an episode it means they like SmackDown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those, just because you like are... us. Maybe if you if you didn't like SmackDown, hit that like button. There you go. Or if you did like SmackDown, hit the like button too. Why not? All right, sure. All right. Anyways, we got to watch Takeover yesterday. So thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.